hello, hello, and welcome to the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. I am your host, Brianna Wilkerson from Made Well. I'm holistic health and life coach and essential oils advocate on a mission to really empower you to be healthy and thrive in all areas of your life. So this podcast is all about that. It's all about seeing you thrive in more than just your physical health, but in your emotional, mental, spiritual, financial, relational, and vocational health. So you'll find solo episodes, interviews, as well as panel episodes, all designed to really encourage you and move you forward in your whole health and life. You'll also find bonus essential oil features really empowering you to know how to use essential oils in your everyday life. So I'm so glad you're here. And be sure to share the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and let me know your thoughts. So let's get started. Okay, welcome everyone back to the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. My name is Brianna, your host, and I'm holistic health and life coach as well as essential oils advocate. And today we're continuing on in our series around loving God completely. And we have Melissa here with us to kind of talk about um, emotional and mental health a little bit more, but from kind of a grace point of view. So we're going to talk a lot about grace and having grace for yourself because we as, especially as women, tend to be the hardest critics on ourselves. So we're going to talk about that. So thank you so much for joining (laughs) I'm so excited to join you. This is going to be a very good episode. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, All right. So maybe you could just just share a little bit more about you, kind of what you do. Um, That's kind of where we can start. Okay. I am a coach and mentor for big-hearted entrepreneurs, women who want more in their life, and they want to be successful and feel limitless. I am also a VA, a virtual assistant. I'm working as that right now because that's where God led me to um, support other women in the process while he's healing my heart and my mind. So I'm able to do that for other women, and that's what I do. That's awesome. And, yeah, obviously I know your journey and all of this too, but kind of when you're saying like you feel like God's led you to the VA side of, you know, running a business, what do you kind of mean by that? Why, how do you sense that that's where you're supposed to be as opposed to maybe something else right now? Well, it's been on my mind for a while. Like even before I became your VA, it's been on my mind like, okay, I know my strengths are organization. I know I, I have a big heart for supporting other people. And that's what I did better than, you know, supporting myself. So I was like, okay, I know one thing. That's my strength. I can support others. But I guess I was like fighting it, trying to figure out my like my route where God was leading me. So um, I guess like it was an entire summer of feeling like I couldn't do anything. I wasn't getting clients on the coaching front. So I was like, I feel like I'm knocking my head against the wall. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. And at the end of the summer, it was just a casual conversation with someone else. And I was like, you know, I'm working as a VA for someone and I don't know what to do. Like, I need to start making income in my business because I know that you want me to have my business. But what am I doing? And so this one was like, wait, I've been asking for a VA. I need a VA. So I guess like that was sort of a message for me to get on that bandwagon and obey God and, and do what he was asking me to do, like, okay, support her. And then from there, it was like opening a bunch of doors for other women that I could support too. 
And I was just like, wow, I feel like you're giving me permission to take care of myself and keep my business open while supporting other women. And I was like, I, I can't believe I didn't see this before. I was just beating myself up. I was like, I need to have all of the ducks in a row. I, I can't do this. So that's when I realized that God was saying, no, no, I'm doing it this way. I'm preparing your heart first. You know that you can support women. Do that while I work on your heart. And the rest was history, I guess. Mm -hmm. So good. Yeah, I think (laughs) that's a beautiful way to say it because I think very early on in, even in my coaching business, when I went full time, you know, I thought everything was all lined up and then different expenses came and all that. And I, I really felt that I'm definitely someone who like, I want to do the things and I want to produce the results. And (laughs) it felt like for a time period, I was getting income from coaching, but it felt like income was coming from all different places, whether it was people blessing me on all this sort of stuff. And I just, and I felt like God actually was teaching me through that. He was like, actually, I'm your provider, not your Uh employer, like it used to be, and even not yourself. Like I give you produce wealth. I give you to you. So learn to trust mm-hmm. me and how it comes, it shouldn't matter. But in this yes. world, especially in the business world, we think if I, or in general, like if I don't do it, if I'm not earning it, I'm not successful. Yes. And yes. Say, and then you beat yourself up and then you, you forget that God is the one who's basically driving your car, but you're not letting him, right? Mm-hmm. You just gave me goosebumps saying that mm-hmm. because I think a lot of us in business think that not only do we need to have the ducks in a row, but if we're not producing the income or we're not attracting clients that we're all of a sudden like not equipped to lead a business, right? We start doubting ourselves. And I was like, that's what was happening to me. Mm -hmm. I was like, should I even be here or should I just go for a nine to five? Right. Mm -hmm. Even though I was hearing God clearly say, no, you need to be in business. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I guess like the doubt was loud because I wasn't getting the results. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but God is your provider. Right. Yeah. And I think um, it's good to know that regard. Like, I think when you do have a smaller income, when you aren't making as many, um, have as many clients or whatever, because you start to when it's just like in the Bible where it talks about, you know, with who, if you steward the little well, when you have much, you'll get much. And so I even thought like, you know, sometimes people like, oh, wow, you're full time, all this stuff. Like they think it's peachy keen. It's not always peachy keen, but I almost Mm want to treat my business in such a way that all these systems and stuff are in place and I'm treating it as if if I'm hitting that level of success that I want, because I am successful, but in my mind, you know what I mean? So, so that (laughs) when it's, I don't have to change who I am or my business. And I think that's the thing is that we often live our lives always in pursuit of being a certain way versus let's act that way now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like with my business, because I wasn't getting the clients that I wanted or making the income that I wanted, I was forgetting something. I was like, okay, I am starting to put so much emphasis on the numbers that I'm forgetting that God is still working through me. So I could be touching someone's heart or someone's life. And that's way more important than getting the number or, or seeing the number in the bank account, you know. The bank account is important, yes, because it allows you to do something with your business. But I think for a while there, I just forgot completely that God is the one that put me in this position 
which means that I am somehow in some way already impacting someone. Mm-hmm. I don't see it. I don't hear about it, but I am. So I think that that's like what, where God is teaching us and um, telling us, I'm still on the throne. I am still the one driving this car. You do what I say, and then you will get the rewards. You will see them. Maybe not right now, but you will see them. Yeah. So that was like a huge lesson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. I just, I mean, there's so much I can say on that, but um, I want to let you, <laughs> but yeah, I just think often when it comes to success, it is something that we define to be a certain way and we never allow ourselves to truly define what it means according to us and, yes. um, or even what, according to what God says is successful, right? Like he, he desires obedience, not all, you know, like, and not just success and all this stuff, right? Yes. Uh, so can you maybe just share a little bit then about your story in this, right? You know, we're, we're talking about like cultivating grace as the foundation for success. Now we, you know, mentioned success. What is your yes. story kind of a little bit along those lines, but around grace, like what really led you to say like this is in this season, I really need to be mm-hmm. driving home to women that I work with or other people that grace is important for success. Right, right. I'm going to start with a little backstory and keep Uh it really short. Um, I was diagnosed with a hearing loss when I was eight years old. So um, I was told most of my life growing up that I couldn't do something or be something because of my hearing loss, right? Uh, For example, when I was in third grade, I was told that I couldn't take up an instrument because I couldn't hear and it would be a waste of a teacher's time, right? And I was so upset during that time, but I guess like I was starting to believe what people were saying about me. And um, growing up, there were similar incidents happening. Another one that was really big in my life is that I had decided I wanted to be a teacher because I love children. Like they're really, really like special to me, to me in my heart. And I was told by the disability counselor that I went to just once. And she's like, no, you can't be a teacher. And my parents happened to be in the room at that time, and they were saying, you know, she does have a point. What would happen if, let's say, something happened to a kid and you can't hear? And that kind of, like, broke my heart so much that I guess I had settled into accepting the things that I couldn't do. Like, okay, I am limited by my disability, and my decisions are going to be made from that place from here on out. Like, okay, I'm making a decision on my career um, can I hear in this career or not? So it's like coming from a place of disability and limitation. So um, I was stuck in this career for like 11 and a half years, even though I had my master's. I was stuck in this career where I was like in a clerical position, but no way of advancing. And one day, I guess like after so many years, they're telling me, no, you know what? We just need you to go. So it wasn't anything that I did they had um, kind of questioned my character. So I guess like it played again in my, in my mind, like, okay, I'm hearing impaired. I can't do anything. They said that to me too. They're like, okay, you're not going to get any better job than this after this, but we're going to let you go anyway. So um, it was kind of really loud in my heart that God was saying, no, go into business now. You're not working for anyone else. 
And it's important to keep in mind that I kind of had become dependent on what other people thought about me. And if I didn't do anything right, I would be beating myself up. I would be saying that I'm not smart enough. I have a disability. All the excuses that you can think of. But in my heart, I knew that it wasn't me. That wasn't my truth. And so I started the business. And um, I've already mentioned a little bit about the little changes, coaching, VA, and all that stuff. It was through that entire journey in the last year and a half that God was telling me, look at the patterns in your life. How did you react every time something happened to you or every time someone says something? How did you react? And then it hit me like a ton of bricks. I would beat myself up. That was like my first one. I would say that I wasn't good enough or smart enough. That would be my second one. And then my third one was, I'm just not going to make it on my own. So I kind of started depending on other people. So when God opened my eyes and he was showing me, you know, you're not showing yourself grace at all in this process. I'm taking you on this journey, but you're not showing yourself any grace at all. And and when I realized that, I was like, wow. I kept falling back on my patterns and the old beliefs and the untruths because I wasn't showing myself grace. Every time I would fall down or I'd make a mistake or I would learn. Because we know entrepreneurship is, yeah. <laughs> you fall down, right? And there's like a bunch of things going on. So I was like, okay, if I want to stick this out, I have to listen to him. I have to start obeying him and see, okay, he's already given me grace, right? So why am I not accepting it? And why am I not giving it to myself? So that was like such a big, a big wake-up call for me. Mm. Yeah. So good. And I think, <laughs> honestly, the enemy doesn't want you to accept grace because we, yes. you know, my pastor was speaking on Sunday and he was just talking about how often we think we, we act and we even communicate this, that it's Jesus plus doing this. Um, yeah. And really it's not. It's like literally his finished work on the cross. It's finished. We don't need to do anything yes. to have that grace, but we, <laughs> we're in a society where nothing is almost like, you know, you have to work for everything. Yes. Um, and so I think, you know, us actually learning to accept that grace is probably the most freeing and empowering thing we will ever have in our whole entire lives. And yeah, that's um, true. not just, you know, our business is just like everything. I, I think when we learn to approach situations, you know, um, with understanding like, yeah, I'm disappointed because that happened and, or I did that, but there is grace for me versus going on the opposite side and feeling a lot of shame or guilt, you know? Yes. Um, yes. Those aren't feelings from God, but that's what the enemy wants us to feel. Yeah. He wants us to believe the lies. And I guess we have grown up believing that. And I guess like, you know how God has called us to obey him and just like, be on this walk with him mm -hmm. he reveals to you what you're supposed to learn so then you start seeing what the truth is and mm -hmm. then you start accepting that as the truth so mm -hmm. not like okay you know that was a lie i don't believe that i'm not going to deny myself grace i already have it mm -hmm. yeah, yeah exactly so good and i just think your story is so um is so beautiful on how you didn't let you know not necessarily being able to hear as clearly as everyone else kind of hold you back from walking in what God really called you to. And now you're instead of being like, huh, oh, you know, whatever 
you're like, I actually want to empower other people to know that they, no matter what, should have confidence in who themselves and have grace for themselves. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess to kind of, um, how would you even encourage others around having grace in their version of success? Like what would you, what advice would you give them in that area? I would give them two pieces of advice. The first is to remember that God already has given them grace. They have it. They don't have to do anything. So just wait. The morning you wake up, just bask in that and let it kind of see through your cells, your body, like your, your heart and say, okay, I already have it. I don't have to fight it today. And then the second thing is that I love to do anytime something happens, like if I am in a family situation or I'm eating and starting to count calories, for example, I need to remember to give myself grace. Okay, I have food in front of me. Am I going to kill myself? Am I going to gain five pounds? No, I'm not. Just like enjoy what I have in front of me. I can still choose to stop. It doesn't mean that I'm going down a hole. I can still like tomorrow, I can make a better decision than, than today. Mm-hmm. So that that's what I would suggest to someone. Just take a moment and reflect. You don't have to journal on it. You don't have to. You can later on. But like if you're in a situation and you don't have a journal, just think, okay, just because I chose to eat this much or I am hearing someone call me like terrible because I'm not engaged. You know what happens on the holidays. Mm-hmm. And someone's like, okay, you're not successful because you're not engaged. No, take a step back and say, I'm giving myself grace. I'm forgiving myself for trying to like feed into their truth because that's not my truth. I am okay not being engaged. I'm okay eating a couple of, I don't know, pies or something. For now, doesn't mean I'm going down a hole. Mm-hmm. So it's just like take a step back and appreciate where they are right now. Doesn't mean that they're going to be stuck in that pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm what I would say just like don't worry yeah I think it's powerful because when you do break through something as you're saying like um you know so for me too just having struggled with different eating disorders it's very easy for me to think because I've done x y and z I'm going back there but really having to take a step back and watch my thoughts and my heart and say that was who you were and because of the finished work on the cross this is not who you are now because you've invited Jesus into this area of your life like there is grace in that area and there is his power mm-hmm. and we don't have to do it alone right it's his his holy spirit yes. is the empowerment we need for all those things so really yeah, great that's true or we've already mm-hmm. been giving grace but we need to also give grace to ourselves yes exactly exactly i was remembering i i kind of struggled with depression back in college mm-hmm. and i remember i used to beat myself up so much like my parents didn't accept that i was depressed right so i didn't talk about it so i was like basically on my own i didn't tell anyone and i didn't share with anyone so i was kind of stuck in that little shame remember the devil wants you to feel alone right and so I kind of just like stayed alone in my little head and I was saying, okay, I don't deserve grace. Even back then I had known about the word of grace and I was like, wow, I, I don't deserve it. He may have died for me, but I don't deserve it. And so one day I had gone to a counseling office and, they, and this lady was a social worker and she goes, oh, you're depressed. 
And for me, that was a wake-up call because I didn't like being labeled, right? Didn't like being labeled. So it kind of started this journey of um, God coming into my heart and showing me what grace is and teaching me all the things in my life that I needed to show myself grace for. And I guess like little by little, he's the one that got me out of that depression. I mean, there are moments that we all struggle with, you know, um, depressive feelings, but God is the one that gets you out. You're not labeled. You're not, um, you're not bound by that label. The only label you care about is you're a child of God, mm-hmm. right? And, and ever since I started applying that label, child of God, I was able to keep in mind about the grace that I need to show myself and know that I already had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know I'm going on forever, no, but this is such fine. a like <laughs> this awesome. is such an important topic, right? Yeah. So <laughs> tell us then, like as we kind of wrap up, then like tell us about your giveaway and what obviously we know what's led to give this away, but tell us about your giveaway for for this um, summit giveaway. Okay, so I am so excited that I'm not giving one but two. Oh. I'm giving away two spots in this. A uh, beautiful grace journaling experiment that I'm doing for women starting in January. It's like after the first of the year, a week later, just to give ourselves, you know, some grace to adapt to the new year. So <laughs> we're starting on the 8th and the beautiful grace journaling experience, actually is an experiment, is where I give journaling prompts for a month. It's like every day during the week, not on weekends, just so you have time to integrate and think about what's going on. And the prompts are to help you see where do you need to show yourself grace? What pattern do you fall into? If you notice a pattern where you're not showing yourself grace, because sometimes we're mindless. I don't know if that's the right word, but we're not aware of um, what we think and what we do. Sure, like a (laughs) subconscious mind, right? That's yeah actually driving our decisions yeah yeah and um and the prompts are also meant to not only make you aware and realize what the patterns are and where you need to show yourself grace but also like develop the grace muscles so instead of automatically going to i'm gonna beat myself up i kind of sucked to okay i'm going to just keep going down this path that i'm on and i'm going to succeed whether it is in weight loss or business or something like that because I think all of us quit before we are anywhere near the finish line because we don't have enough faith we don't have enough grace for ourselves so we kind of end up quitting ahead of time Mm -hmm. and I kind of want to help you guys build your grace muscle so that you can continue instead of giving up and um, I also have a private Facebook group community so you can get the support and the sisterhood um, to keep going and to build those muscles, grace, and self-love. Um, and you will also get my support in the group. And I'm really, really excited about that. Awesome. It's like us practicing, getting ourselves together for the new year. And then you'll see that it feels definitely different than 2017. Mm, so yeah. good. I'm in my life this experiment um so great yeah. so, um, i'm excited for you to give those two away so the two lucky ladies so maybe um as we wrap up is there anything else you would like to share or um encourage anyone in? well yeah one thing um anytime you hear a label attached to you 
I want you to remember, there's only one label you should ever really care for. God is your father, right? So you are his daughter. That's your label. If anybody says you're not equipped or you're going to fail as a businesswoman, as a mom, like in your weight loss, whatever it is, don't believe that. That's just a label that the devil wants to put on you. Mm -hmm. So you end up quitting before you could get to the finish line. So Mm -hmm. that's one thing I want you to keep in mind. Forget the label. That's not important. You're the daughter of God, and you're going to succeed, okay? And and you already have the grace that you need to move forward. I believe in you, and so does God. Okay. So does God. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Maybe as we wrap up, too, you could just share uh, where people can find you on social media or online or anything like that. Okay. Um, I have a community on Facebook for for everyone. It's called the Beautiful Grace Community where you can join, just like put it in the search engine. And I support you there in building your grace and self-love muscles too. So come on in and join. And and you can also support other women in there. Um, I love my group, so you're welcome to join. You can also find me under the handles Melissa Maria Coaching on Instagram and Facebook. I have a biz, a business page on there, and um, and that is it. I'm trying to keep it really simple. So, Melissa yeah. Maria Coaching and Beautiful Grace Community. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending time with no us problem. today. Um, yes, yeah. um, you're amazing. So, I'm really excited for people to just be blessed by you. And thank you, everyone, for watching. And if you're watching this during the actual summit and giveaway from the 11th to the 15th of December. Be sure to join the Healthy and Thriving Women's group so you can comment to win this beautiful prize. Um, And if you're watching it later, still check out um, Melissa and everything. So thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. And I hope you are leaving feeling equipped, encouraged, and empowered to truly be healthy and thrive in your whole health and life. So share this podcast with others, subscribe, and let me know how it impacted you. And of course, be sure to check out the corresponding blog post that has all the links to the free goodies that were mentioned during the episode. That's it for me for now, but I will see you soon on the next episode. Bye.